Gabriel and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. She's had four number one Irish albums. She's performed in front of Barack Obama, worked with Noel Gallagher and Bob Geldof. She has wowed us all with her poetry, and she's one of the reasons we'll all have a February bank holiday next year. She's the Liberty's most famous export. Good morning, Imelda May. Hi. So, how are things? Very well. How's things with you? Things with us are good, yeah. Where are you? I'm sitting in in Hampshire in the middle of a pile of papers that I'm trying to work through. (laughs) I love the idea that a big massive rock star still has to sort out papers and receipts and bills and everything else. (laughs) I know I'm sorting out, I'm sorting out songs. I'm rehearsing for um for the tour. I'm going through everything, going through what songs we're playing when and Ah, that's much cooler then. That's yeah, that's not like yeah. when did I buy that tub of dairy gold? I knew that I should have claimed that back in my tax expenses. <laughs> no, it's all it's I'm doing I'm doing backdrops and wardrobe and and where we're going and I'm planning the days off that we have. Where's better to hang around? I think we might hang around at Killarney or Cork. Where will we book into? Where's a good night out? So I'm. Have you not got, you not got someone it. who can do that for you at this stage, Imelda May? No, and they, nobody else is going to know where to go, are they? <laughs> no, that's true. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it must be so cool to be actually able to tour and play the songs from eleven past the hour that you've been sitting on for the last year, and to be actually out in front of people. Oh God, I've missed everybody. I've missed it. And I feel like I've missed out on, you know, normally an album comes out and you go on tour and that was the plan. So I got this album out and then sat at home. (laughs) 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 You know, normally it's like, let's go. And I haven't had that chance with it. And I haven't got to play any of these songs live, really. I've done a couple of little festival gigs, but that's not the same, you know. So I'm, I'm really going mad to play them. Are you good when stuck at home? Are you able to handle that? Is there a quiet side to you that kicks in? Are you just fidgety and itching to get back out? I like being at home, um, but it's not quiet, if you, if you know what I mean. It's, um, <laughs> my head doesn't stop. So I'm always yeah. thinking, I'm always quit, I'm always writing. So I brought out a poetry book during lockdown. You did? And, um, th- and I was in a movie and I finished recording my album. So I, went, I was really, really busy. And maybe I made myself extra busy with sheer panic <laughs> as well. But I'm always creating something. So I, it's not as I'll just sit down and watch yeah. some telly. I don't really watch a lot of telly anyway. So Yeah, tell us about the, the kind of other ventures then. I mean, so you mentioned the poetry book. So a lick and a promise. Like, I mean, it seems to make sense that lyricists like yourself, I know um, Ryan from Picture This did the same earlier on the year and released a book of poetry too. But at the same time, not that many lyricists do release books of poetry. I'd say I write poetry more than more than songs mm. most of the time. I've been writing poetry for years. I mean, well, that's what a song is, you know. It's poetry to music, really, isn't it? I mean, it's a slightly different way of writing. Um, you don't have to take when you're writing poetry. It maybe it's it's a bit freer. It, it's mm. kind of you don't have to think about anything else. Where in a song, you'll write it known. It's going to be turned into a song and arranged, and you'll you'll be thinking of where you know, what you're going to do with the back and vocals of the guitars or where I'm going to put a solo in and mooch it around, which is also beautiful, but it's just a different thing. So, yes, yeah. I brought the poetry book out, printed up a few, thought it might do okay, hoped it would, and then it flew out the door and <laughs> sold out. And we had to reprint it three times. Brilliant. So, um, <laughs> Amazing. I was delighted because I was told ages ago by somebody that I was mad that people wouldn't want poetry. 
and it was a nice little project and I almost got patted on the head. So I have to say that was a really good, nice up yours for me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. And you know, you know what, Imelda, the country owes you a big thank you because you were one of the main campaigners for a St. Bridget's Day bank holiday. And uh, now it looks like it's a thing that we're going to have every year and St. Bridget will be celebrated every year regardless. And it's thanks to people like yourself for being so vocal about it. Ah, uh, God. Yeah, well, I think there was loads of people campaigning for that. And I think loads of people thought about it at home. You know, one of the things for me was that people were celebrating it anyway. Just we needed a, a day off. And there was so many great ideas getting thrown around. But, you know, we needed a, a matron saint. And I also thought Bridget covered all of us in many ways. For anybody who's religious, they had the saint Bridget. And uh, the original Bridget was a goddess who represents life and rebirth and new starts and, and nurturing. And they were linking it with people who had been caring for others during this lockdown. And it made total sense. And, and it, like I said, it covered people who aren't religious or who are religious and and women who have had, let's face it, have had quite a raw deal, certainly where religion is concerned mm. in Ireland. Everybody has, but it's coming out that women certainly did. And so I thought, mm. let's let's do this. Let's celebrate the beautiful strong women in Ireland who gave birth to us and nurtured us and took care of us and she is the ultimate one of all she's the one that was the first and it's our it's our um you know it's our heritage so let's celebrate that as well here here what's your relationship with Pearl Jam I see that you're going to be doing a date with them in Hyde Park in London yes I know I'm delighted I've been Oh God, I, I went to see them as a teenager and broke me high heel and had to hobble around on one shoe and it was worth every second. <laughs> so when I heard they were coming into town, I was trying to throw my name forward as far as I could and uh, I'm absolutely delighted to get that gig. And yeah. it's around my birthday as well, so I'll be celebrating. And how do yeah. you throw your name around? I mean, do you have your manager contact their record label? How does that work? Maybe you just know Eddie, do you? No, I don't, but Glenn does, and I know Glenn very well, but that's not how I got the gig, because that's too weird if you do that. It makes it <laughs> That's Glenn Hanser, of course, yeah, he was very good friends with Eddie. Yeah, they're best pals, but no, I didn't say on to Glenn, of course not, that wouldn't be right. <laughs> um, no, I just asked my manager and my agent to put my name forward with gusto, please. And uh, they said yes. So I'm, I'm, I'm delighted. Th- these things come up and they often fall through, you know. Yeah. It doesn't always happen, so... When it does, I'm extra happy. So tell us about the acting then, because you mentioned it there. You're in a rom-com. I, I would never have put you in a rom-com, I have to say, Melda, but sounds like you made it work. <laughs> yeah, I'm in a, a gorgeous movie, Fisherman's Friends 2, with James Purefoy and Maggie Steed, amongst others. And we went down to Cornwall and it was the most magical time. Now, when I say acting, they did ask me to play a 40-something-year-old musician who's running away from the world. (laughs) (laughs) So it wasn't too much of a leap then. (laughs) (laughs) And she's from Ireland as well. I'm like, I can do that. My hand is raised high. (laughs) I know you're making a a bit of a joke there about, uh, you know, playing a role that might be very close to you, but there's Mm. Hollywood and the world of movies is littered with singers mm. who thought they could be actors who absolutely could not do it. So to do it so successfully means that you have chops and you have skills that, you know, maybe you were using in your in your performances and everything like that, but maybe, you know, to channel them into another type of medium is a difficult thing. 
I well, I look. It's not out yet. It's coming out during the summer, mm. so you can let me know whether you think I'm any good or not. <laughs> but no, I am joking in, in saying that she's like me, but she isn't me. If you know what I mean, it is a character. But I could certainly lean on my experience as a musician to be able to know what she was going through for sure. And I just really enjoyed it. But I think often for um, musicians, you know, when you're making videos and stuff like that, and when you're singing songs. For instance, singing a duet with somebody about a love story we have, you know, or a breakup or whatever, is looking into somebody's eyes. It's the same place I, I suppose I'd go yeah. to. That it feels that it is actually real and I am living that. Well, look, we can't wait to see that type of acting brought to life on the stage as well as the screen, but on the stage particularly. You're in Belfast on the 1st of May, Drogheda TLT, Limerick, UCH, uh, Killarney in the INEC, Cork Opera House and loads of dates in Dublin, Vicar Street. Where can people go, Imelda, if they want to find out all the information in one place? I Google it. Google it. Google Imelda May, Made to Love Tour. It'll all pop up and get your tickets and go along it's and see Imelda May. It's on, I, I hope people come because I really, really, I think we've all missed live music. Yeah. The, the Zoom calls, the gigs online, it's just not the same. It's like you can't be wrapping your arms around somebody and being together in whatever way that is. You're absolutely and, right. Uh, so You true. know, it, you just need to actually be together and feel a vibe and that beautiful electricity that you get at a gig cannot be replicated online. It's like kissing um, your so own pillow Imelda May, that's what it's like. It's not the same. It's just not the same. <laughs> it's not the same on your own. <laughs> <laughs> Imelda May, always great to chat to you. Mind yourself and best of luck on the tour. Thanks a million. Take care. Alright, see ya. Bye. See ya, bye. Bye. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today FM.